up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. Your, I almost said your leisurely draft queens, Michelle, because uh, happy MLK Day. We get the day <laughs> off. <laughs> I was like, wait, leisurely? Where'd you come up with that leisurely. one? That's new. Well, usually we kick off these Mondays, right? And uh, the huddle is intended to kick off your spurious week. But this True. is not a spurious week. We actually um, get a day off today as a special present for both of us coming off of our birthday week. So it's true. I love that feeling. How are you doing on this leisurely Monday morning? Uh, I'm another year older, as are you. Uh, hopefully that means we're another year wiser. And uh, yeah, you're right. We usually come like fast and furious during the huddle to kickstart a work week. But here we are kickstarting a holiday day. Uh, so I feel great about that. And the eastern seaboard has gotten some snow. You know, there's been some dumping up in the Catskills, uh, which both of us were enjoying this weekend for some ski weekend. I don't know. It feels like um, it feels like uh, all is calm and all is bright kind of a Monday, you know? <laughs> Even though Christmas has passed, yes, you're right. It does feel that way. <laughs> there, I also should say, like, I hate to say this, uh, on a microphone so that oh, people geez. actually know but my christmas tree is still up really yeah mine came down like literally on december well december 29th it got thrown off the deck because we had fam <laughs> we had family we had family come up to celebrate the holidays post you know mm. actually the 24th 25th and like the 26th every, or the 28th Everyone came to our house, and then the 29th, I was like, get this thing out. I'm done. I'm finished. I mean, that's what normal people do. I just, we put all of our, first of all, we have a fake tree, which you know. I know that oh, you and God, your husband go, right. and like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we don't get nice things in, in Brooklyn. Like, you have to go <laughs> buy a $150 fucking tree, which I will not do. So we just yeah. reuse the same $150 tree every year, and it is paying dividends. So there you go. We leave it up, and then all my all my birthday gifts go under the tree with Christmas. <laughs> You're hilarious. And this week we'll take it down. Uh, so. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So Kate is still very much in the uh, the Christmas spirit. Maybe maybe by late January she'll be out of it. Yeah, and it's probably like time to kick it back to reality because we are in January. And actually, we have um, some really cool headlines this week. There's a you know, we'll talk a little bit more about wildcard weekend and football uh, on on Wednesday's episodes. Uh, but today, our headlines are really centric. Well, I'm not going to blow the lead. Yeah, don't blow the lead. Don't blow the lead. There's, there's a lot. Let me just say, the holidays are over and the fun is gone as it relates to some of these headlines this week. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> about to suck the wind out of a lot of people's sails. <laughs> It's all right. You got to put 60 seconds on the clock and we can get through these. There, You will notice a theme at the top half of these headlines. Yeah, let's, um, yeah, let's, let's quit the cliffhanger and get into it. I've got 60 <laughs> seconds on the clock and I will count you down. All right. In three, two, one, go. The Houston Texans fire coach David Culley after just one season. Other notable NFL firings include the Vikings Mike Zimmer and GM Rick Spielman. The Bears coach Matt Nagy and GM Ryan Pace. The Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. The Broncos parted ways over the weekend with Vic, uh, Vic Fangio. 
And last but not least, the Indianapolis Colts GM Chris Ballard won't fully commit to Carson Wentz as their starting quarterback for 2022. All right, switching gears. Keith Hernandez was stunned by the New York Mets retiring his jersey. Uh, Rachel Balkovec becomes baseball's first female manager. Uh, Online sports betting shatters records in New York's first weekend. Russell Westbrook goes two for 14 as the Los Angeles Lakers lose to the Sacramento Kings again. Sources say the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks will trade Cam Reddish to the New York Knicks for Kevin Knox in a first-round pick. And the NHL and the NHL People's Association came to an agreement (laughs) that they would not be participating in the 2022 Olympic Games in Beijing. That's the end of that headline. Boy, that was a long one. We saved some of the long ones for for last. But okay, as I said... The holidays are over. The fun is done. So are a lot of football game, uh, football seasons. And with that comes the, the just raining down of firings, many of which are not surprising. Like, many of which are not surprising. So uh, the Houston Texans, we've talked about them at nauseum. Terrible, terrible, terrible season. Like, of course, you, uh, terrible season. Um, I, terrible season, but, you know, in defense of uh, David Culley, it's one season. This poor man can't turn this team around in one season. So in his defense, yeah. it's only one season, but he has been let go. I think all season, everybody was... Wo- I'm surprised the Bears held on to Matt Nagy as long as they did. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> that was that was the next one I was going to call out. I was like, but if we're reading the names of the teams that have hired... Fired, not hired, fired their head coaches and or GMs, it's the Texans, yep. the Bears, blech. Uh, horrible seasons and then it's like the people who have been on the fence but probably just time to part ways the the vikings the dolphin i mean i think the viking i think mike zimmer and rick spielman were with the team for like 16 and eight years yeah i was gonna say that 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 one is more like they have a lot of pieces there like you've got dalvin cook you've got justin jefferson you've got adam the like you've got some pieces but maybe the coaching is the problem considering you know the players are are there yes they had to deal with some injuries whatever but yeah mike zimmer's been there for a long time that feels like just a, a more of a a, a long-standing changing of the guard that needs to happen in Minnesota. Yeah, I, and is Brian Flores the same way? I'm not quite sure how long he's been with the Dolphins, but I'm, so, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, look that look that up because I'm not sure. I don't think it's been that long, but I that one was one that surprised me because I know that the Dolphins like didn't get off to a great start, but like they did show some real signs of life. I think they went on at least a five or a six game win streak at the middle of the season. I know they were back and forth, like Tua had some injuries. What? But I didn't think that that, I didn't come away at the end of the season being like, well, the Dolphins were terrible. They should fire their head coach. Like that one kind of came as a surprise to me, to be honest. A little bit, a little bit. Um, I can tell you based on a preliminary Google search here that uh, he, Brian Flores was with the Patriots to start. He was a scouting assistant in 2004. Okay. He was 23 at the time. So fresh out of possibly school. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, But he was a scouting assistant from 2004 to 2005. Then he was a pro scout from 2006 to 2007. And then he went with them to win those four Super Bowl championships. Yep. Um, He eventually moved to the Dolphins in 2019. 
Okay, so that's still fairly fresh. I mean... So 15 years later. 15 years from when he entered the league with the Patriots. Right, from when he entered the league. But, I mean, that's a fairly short amount of time with the Dolphins. And with a resume like that, like, I don't know why the Dolphins cut him loose. That doesn't seem very smart, in my opinion. Yeah, it's hard to say. But there are a lot of, like, weird ones that are getting sort of uh, turned up and around. Like, the Broncos, for example. Also, they... Yeah. What do you think about the Broncos losing... I mean, Vic they've, Fangio. they've had like, I think, three losing seasons in a row underneath him. So, you know, I do see the, the reasoning, you know, there. Um, they also have, you know, they really need a quarterback. Like, they need a coach, but they they need a quarterback. So there's definitely some other issues to deal with there. Yeah, like I said, most of these names aren't super surprising. The the biggest surprise to me was, was Brian Flores. And you know what? Like... Again, with a resume like that, on to bigger and better things for for him, hopefully. Yeah, I'm I'm just taking a look to compare the two because they both started their head coaching jobs in 2019. Um, the difference between the two is that uh, Brian Flores finished his three season career overall at uh, just about 50-50 with. Okay. Uh, uh, win losses so 24 okay. wins 25 losses just shy of half and half okay uh whereas uh vic fangio finished his three season tenure at uh 19 and 30 so just yeah. about That's like not uh, good yeah yeah like 38 percent 39 percent win percentage yeah. Yeah. Well, look, this is what we expect to see at the end of end of the season. Like this is just what happens. And then after this, we'll, we'll eventually we'll give you all the happy headlines of who people have hired. And then there'll be a whole other wave of things of who's getting traded. We know that we know this cycle all too well. We know what we do. Mm-hmm. And this is just this is just part of the NFL cycle. And a lot of these we saw coming. I will say one that's not directly related to coaching but talking about the 2022 season, I was semi-surprised reading this headline that the Colts weren't fully bought in on Carson Wentz as their starting quarterback in 2022. I am also surprised about that. Uh, I'd have to dig into the numbers a little bit more. Just from a qualitative standpoint, I know that it was a little bit disappointing to see the connection with Michael Pittman maybe not being theoretically as strong as could could be, but... That last game of the season was obviously a huge letdown, but, you know, I've, I'm sure that there are other factors that, that go into this. I, I, I'm not sure what what else they're looking at, but the season didn't end how they had hoped, but I don't know. I thought the Colts had a fair... So that'll be an interesting one to see play yeah. out. I don't know, you know, what that looks like, but that one was another one that jumped off the page. Anyway, because we always talk about so much football, we got to talk about some other sports here. Um, the, the Keith Hernandez news was cool. Of course, Kate and I are New Yorkers, but we are Yankee fans. Doesn't mean I hate the Mets. They they really propose no, I'm not scared of the Mets. So so I have no immediate threat, but Keith Hernandez is obviously someone that, you know, I grew up like watching and, and I think I, I forgot what I read, but the Mets have, the Mets have not really retired that many numbers and so you know this is like a huge honor you know the Yankees there's a ton of people that have been that have been retired is over that the a years. thing yeah so there's not as many in the Mets um in the Mets history and so when Keith Hernandez found out he was like stunned and shocked and thought it was like the coolest news so props oh, to him that's, that's really, awesome is there like a video that you've seen that goes along with that I haven't I haven't seen anything about this really 
I saw a brief video of him uh, just like chatting about it. Looked looked like, you know, a, a la a COVID special. Like he was at his home, you know, just sort of talking about, you know, the honor. But he uh, he had said, you know, that uh, that doesn't doesn't happen as frequently in Mets history as maybe it does in other franchises. And so he was, you know, super thrilled to uh, to receive that news. Do you want to know who the six numbers that are retired are? Oh, I was close. I thought it was only four. Okay, yeah. Who el- who else from the Mets franchise? Uh, go ahead. I have, yeah. Guess. Guess if you have any. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So uh, in order of number, uh, number 14, Gil Hodges. Mm. Number 31, Mike Piazza, legend. Yeah. Number 36, Jerry Koosman. Number 37, Casey Stengel. Mm. Number 41, Tom Seaver. That's the one I was going to guess. Yep, that one I was going to guess too. Now this last one, I don't, is this correct? Number 42, Jackie Robinson is retired from the Mets. That's super cool. So basically I think what they did for Jackie Robinson to celebrate him like through, um, for all the teams, that number is basically retired like, across the board like for all that makes um, teams because of yeah to, to honor him that makes total sense okay <laughs> your yeah. fa- your face did it's look like, very perplexed <laughs> yeah you're like, like he was on the dodgers but okay um so the other five mets still stand but i guess we can add uh we can add keith hernandez to the list there you go uh and keeping in uh new york baseball oh this- yeah this th- this headline that you read about Rachel um, Balkovec becoming uh, first female manager in baseball, it's actually for a farm team for the New York Yankees. So God bless the New York Yankees and God bless Rachel. I saw her do an interview and, and she's like, it's kind of funny. Like I've been doing this for like at least, I think it's like at least 10 or so years. She's She's been, so she's like, it's very weird for me to all of a sudden get all of this um attention because she's like this isn't new to me like I've been working towards this and I've been doing this and now of course because it's a first and whatever so good on her I loved her attitude towards it and I saw a um I saw an interview with uh Brian Cashman you know from the the Yankees just saying you know like this is this is this is where the world is at like we Mm. need to change with it so you know we always as female voices in sports we love to see our fellow females getting getting props out there I love that. Congratulations, <laughs> Rachel. Even though you've had a ten-year, ten-year tenure, that's hard to say. Yeah. Um, and and I think probably listeners can tell that we're New York people. A because we talk about it every single day on the show, uh, <laughs> but also because all of these headlines seem to be New York focused. Um, one of which was very exciting for us: a, another birthday gift to us, which was. Uh, online sports betting just came online for the New York area, which is fantastic. It, it is. It's fantastic. It is a very double-edged sword. Yes, and scary. Yes, it is fantastic, but yes, it is also scary. Um, it's definitely. I mean, it's look. Sports betting has its pluses and its minuses. When I saw my parents this past weekend, like I got scolded for gambling, and I was like, "It's it's legal. I'm not doing anything illegal." Like it, like you know what I mean. But. I don't know if there's something to be said. Uh, forget the money part of it, because I understand that whole piece of it. But you know what? Like, it's just going to bring more eyeballs to sporting events. So that's yes. not a bad thing. More people uh, are going to watch. We're going to see how it unfolds. Now, speaking only for myself, I know also in New York that we're a bunch of degenerates. So yes. I uh, 
Re- just really excited to see how it goes down. That's all I can possibly say. There were a million different promos oh, and yeah. free money. I signed up for like DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, FanDuel, <laughs> Caesar. I'm like, oh no, I have an in excess of $500 in free money, but um, God knows that it's very, it's addicting. So we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, everybody beware. I will say props to all of these sports betting apps that like everything does a really good job. It like signs you out. It like, it they, they're trying their best to keep people from, you know, developing a problem. So um, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But um, for, for someone like me, I think it's super fun and exciting. I'm competitive and I love watching sports. So you know what? A couple of $5 bets here and there isn't going to kill me. Mm-hmm. I hope. <laughs> I hope. I <laughs> hope. Now, I I enjoyed all these headlines, but there is one that we, we need to keep particular tabs on. And we will be, sorry, my, if you can hear scratching this entire podcast, it's my cat <laughs> scratching the mirror looking at himself in, yeah, just ignore. Um... The joke that keeps on telling itself while we record. Um, Very true. We are looking forward to uh, covering the Winter Olympics on this show in February. Yep. So do stay tuned. Specifically, our uh, our February 2nd episode will be talking about the 2022 Winter Olympics on Drafts on Drafts over a nice cold beer. Yeah. But as for today, we will keep cut- covering on these on these huddles who is in and who's not in for the Beijing Olympics and the news of the NHL not participating in the winter games is kind of a huge deal I know I I I feel like I need to start a cheat sheet you know of all the different sort of things that are going to look very different for this year's Olympic Games I mean obviously the last Olympic Games the summer ones you know posed a threat and an issue during COVID the threat and the issue is still there. There's definitely issues from a country's, you know, different countries wanting to pull out. Now you're seeing NHL players aren't even allowed to play on the team. So as Kate said, we're going to talk about it a bit more in a few weeks once things actually kick off. But this is now becoming a bit of a laundry list of, you know, the who's in and who's out um, of this year's games, which is which is a bummer. I mean, we love the Olympics. The Olympics is supposed to be that, like, uplifting world international moment. Like, I love the freaking Olympics. And, and it's just sad when you see, you know, sort of things that are going on that are, you know, uh, detracting from people being able to participate. There's people now... This one in particular, like NHL players, they at least get to play in the NHL. You know what I mean? There's other instances that you're going to see where like people work like their whole lives to get into the Olympics. And then due to these circumstances, like they might not be able to compete. And that's just like, that's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, it hurts. It does hurt. Well, we'll have to, we'll keep tabs on it. We've still got a couple of huddles, two, three huddles between now and when we cover the Winter Olympics. So We'll continue to beat report on the Olympic Games before we do that full recap on drafts on drafts. Um, But speaking of drafts on drafts, Michelle, let's talk about this Wednesday's episode. So we are dropping Wednesday a show about the best, 10 best, maybe more, maybe less, who knows, but the 10 best sports highlights of 2021. And uh, that could include... Coming off of this wild card weekend, um, some of uh, this is still the 2021 season of the NFL. So, it's true. 
tune in, I suppose. There could be a couple wild card weekend moments. In any case, it's been a wild ride last year for a million reasons. So we're just going to round up the best sports moments and highlights of the last year or so. What do you say? Let's say you. Join us on Wednesday and hear us break them down. Okay. See you on Wednesday. <laughs>